very thing that did you and me for years. Artie had something to tell Pete. It wasn't just the story of being tricked by Dad or hired by McFlemp or working for 10% commission. It was the story of a superhero and a kid who ruled at dodgeball, waltzed the lunar landscape, and beat up the Atlantic Ocean. Until one day, the kid finally learned all there was to learn from his friend. And it was time for the superhero to move on. Not the same. And you are different liking now. Yes, I have to go. No! Yes. Nick, 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 Farewell, our little gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch. The 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hey there, Joey and Andrew. Came by for some sandwiches, didn't you? You had safeties. <laughs> <laughs> Hold me, bup. Hold me. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Bob. Yeah, it's Bob. In, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is episode number 262. We're talking Farewell, My Little Viking. Part one and two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's the only two-parter of the adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah. Uh, um, let me just ask you this right off the bat. Do you think it justifies being two parts? Uh, yes. Good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was so right. quick to answer. Bro. No, I think you're I, right, Bob. Yeah, I, it's, right. I'm very biased in this sense because Artie is one of my, obviously one of my all-time favorite characters, and him leaving the show, I think, is a huge kind of landmark, and so I think it absolutely mm. warrants it. Not to mention the fact that I will say right off the bat that um, it, it's, believe it or not, it's not like my favorite episodes, just because it is all about Artie and saying goodbye to him and everything, but... Uh, I think it's just, I think it's only fair for a proper sound off to do a two part episode. So yeah, that's just my feeling. Yeah. 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 It okay. is nice. And it's kind of bold, like for a kid show at this time, like y- y- addressing this character leaving and doing it in such a big way. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of, uh, big things, we do have kind of a big announcement here right off the top. Um, I say as 50% many people of met... my car insurance when I switch. That was the <laughs> I hope you guys are all as excited as I am. Thank you so much. Have a good night. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. That's the episode. Job, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, as, as, as many people know, uh, we have started uh, exclusive episodes on Patreon, which has been, I think, exceeding our expectations. You yeah. know, I think... I think when we started, we were hoping for like 10 to 20 people. Uh, we're currently over 60 people on Patreon. And um, That's awesome. it really, it, it's been really uh, reinvigorating. It feels kind of like the podcast starting over because we're talking about all sorts of stuff, you know, Boy Meets World and Indi- Erie, Indiana and Saturday Night Live and doing drunk podcasts. And it's, it's just been uh, it's been a blast. And so I think, Andrew, both you and I have kind of decided that 
uh, it's a good time to kind of just shift our energy into the Patreon uh, since we have so many people supporting us there. It's, it's kind of hard to split the responsibility. Um, so what that means is that as far as the main feed goes, that this episode will really serve as kind of not our last episode on the main feed, but our last regular uh, episode. Um, so the main feed, what people can expect from here on out, is um, there won't be really any new episodes per se, but there will be urine reviews. Uh, we still have 2017 to 2000, or excuse me, 2007 to 2016 to do. Uh, so all of those will appear on uh, the main feed as they normally would. Um, and then we'll also bi-monthly be posting one Patreon episode. Um, we'll do what we've been doing. We'll let you guys vote on which Patreon episode you'd like to hear if you're not on, with us on Patreon. Um, so you'll get your reviews. You'll get uh, bi-monthly uh Patreon episodes, and of course, we'll keep the old library up uh, so that you can enjoy the 262 episodes uh, that I think you know we've put a lot of love into. And um, yeah. you know, we're still getting messages from people discovering us, um, which is you know just so cool that like this this long this you know this far this far later you know i want to shout out william william has been messaging us he's on he, he was messaging yesterday he was on episode 40 and you know he's trying to catch up and it's just like so heartening to be like wow like you know he's listening to stuff in 2018 or um you know so it's been it's been such a cool journey uh but i think this is maybe just the right move for us at this time uh what do you think andrew yeah yeah i think um I don't know. It, it, just so much to keep up with in life. Yeah, I think this yeah. will make it a little bit easier and allow us to put more energy into it yeah. um, on Patreon. And uh, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like um, mentioning old episodes. I feel like I'm already starting to feel nostalgic in ways about earlier podcast episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Back. Boy. That was a fun one, you know? Yeah. Uh, it happens from time to time where someone will message being like, I'm listening to this one and it's so much fun and I can't help it. I'll go, like, go and throw it on. I'll be like, oh, like, it just feels so distant. Yeah. We've, we've, we've talked about so much content um, that, yeah, it is, it is a little kick of nostalgia to go back and especially because some of our guests who we're still friends with but aren't regular guests anymore it's like oh yeah like you know so and so <laughs> did the podcast yeah. i forgot um so that's that's always fun too um if you want to join us on patreon where all episodes will be posted now um there's going to be three tiers so currently there's two tiers uh there's the gary tier which will remain that's five dollars uh that gets you all patreon episodes plus early access interactive posts and shout out on the podcast uh, and then there's the Betty Ann tier, which is $14 a month, all ep- <laughs> whoop, whoop. all episodes, uh, early access, uh, shout outs, interactive posts, uh, free gear. So, so far we've done t-shirts. Uh, next up, I think, are stickers. Those should be coming out. Uh, guest spots um, on the episodes. You can pick your own episode, whatever episode you want to talk about. Um, so Betty Ann tier kind of like is... That's the only way, you know, we've gotten some messages of like, how can I guest on the podcast? And really just for kind of ease of life for us, uh, I think this is yeah. the easiest way to do it. Just to say like, you know, if you're if you're willing to support us this much, then you, you should have a say on what we're talking about. Um, but there will also be a brand new tier. Uh, this tier, uh, we proudly call the Bostic tier. Yeah. 
because nobody <laughs> beats Bostic. <laughs> nobody beats Bostic. Um, this will be th- this will be three dollars. Uh, it gets you all Patreon episodes, but that's about it. Like you know, the if you want to interact with posts uh, and shoutouts, that's an early access. That's scary tier. Everything else is Betty Ann. But at the very least, if you're like, hey, I want to keep up with Big Orange Couch, uh, you know, um, then three dollars a month, you know. Uh, there's all the cliches, you know, like a drink at Starbucks or whatever. Uh, you can you can hang out with us at least on Patreon still and hear the episodes. Um, it's just pennies a day. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I did finally figure out on Patreon how you can like open an episode through Apple Podcasts. You would think I would have figured this out months ago, but it is possible. Like if if you're on Patreon and you want to listen on Apple, there is a way to open it. Uh, through other streaming apps so um, we're getting to know it still but it's been really fun i think the conversations have been good we've been posting polls and all sorts of stuff so um, i do want to shout out i know this is a long intro but i do want to shout out uh the people who have supported us so far on patreon um and hopefully you know some some more people will join us here very soon but um shout out to clayton tim ted kev tara katie Brooks, uh, Vaughn, Jordan, Brad, Allie, Brian, Shelby, Bob, Jason, Jennifer, Tony, Marlena, Sid, Chris, Vincenzo, Honest Abe, Bup, uh, <laughs> that's you, Joseph, Katie, Evelyn, Damian, Joshua, Colin, Lacey, John, Mort, Leah, Justin, Scott, Alyssa, Nick, Mark, Samantha, Nikki, Sean, Shay, Zach, Corey, Ashley, Justin S, Ryan, Stephen, Brandon, Jeremy, Lance, Dasha, Meg, Stephen, Brian, Mike, Miguel, Kylie, Colin, T, and uh, Daniel. Um, just thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we hope, you know, it's been a really fun six years, and we hope you guys will kind of follow us over to Patreon and keep hanging out with us. Yeah, for sure. If, if, if I can chime in, I'm sorry. I know you talked about the intro going long, but I just wanted to say uh, from the time that I joined you guys on Patreon, this it's been awesome. It really has. I do love the podcast is one thing, but now that you can actually like interact with the community and everything, I mean, I'll be yeah. the first to admit it, and Joey and Andrew know this. I'm technologically inept for the most part, uh, and I have no excuse. <laughs> I'm not old enough to, to say that, but I I am. Uh, but at any rate, uh, I uh, <laughs> I uh, it's been great. It's It's been awesome, and um it's it's worth every penny honestly and i i can i can say that in, in all confidence and so uh yeah so it's been great thanks guys cool. for for all the content and for everything else so yeah yeah thank you bub um yeah all right well if that made you a little sad let's let's get it a little more sad by talking um farewell my little vikings part one and two uh, these episodes aired on November 13th, 1994 and November 20th, 1994. Mm. Uh, they are season two, episode 10 and 11. Um, and while we've talked about November of 94, I did want to ask, it's interesting. This is season two, but they didn't, they didn't end the season with these episodes. Yeah. Uh, the last, the last episode of season two is sick day. Do mm. you think, do you think that was a good choice? I mean, they almost had to right? cause Artie doesn't appear in yellow fever or sick yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think they should have tried to put this at the end? Or I mean, I 
it, it's kind of hard to say because I do feel like the the you know the finality of this of this two part episode it would be, I think, appropriate to put it at the end of a season. Absolutely, um, I have no idea, if, of course, if they had other constraints working against them that made them have to kind of schedule it that way. But uh, I mean, it's certainly I, I I do think it's I mean I love the episode sick day, but it's not even really a question of whether you like it or not. It's just what's more appropriate. And I guess I would say that yeah, I think these episodes would be more appropriate for the end of the season than uh, sick day would be. Um, cause yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong and I'm, I'm, oh boy, I'm ashamed to admit this or, or to, to ask this cause I should know, I guess, but are there any episodes, I mean, there are episodes that little Pete is in that Artie is not, aren't there? Hmm. Yeah. You mean prior to this? Yeah. Yeah. Prior to Artie leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, hold on. Let me do some <laughs> half-ass internet research. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Tool or Die, he's credited, but he's not in it. Huh. Don't Tread on Pete. Don't Tread on Pete, he's credited, mm. but not in it. Um, so, yeah, no, he's not in all of them. Um, but, Andrew, <laughs> what did you think? Like, should should this have ended season two? You know, I mean, it certainly feels like an ending, but I do kind of like it right in the middle where, um, I mean, it makes this season interesting. Having the, yeah. those two halves, sort of. And I sort of appreciate it not being the last episode, um, just in the sense that it, like... Uh, like, they didn't end the season on a maybe down note. You know, not necessarily yeah. down, but, like, you know, it's kind of a more depressing episode. Uh, yeah. True. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think... Yeah, I think thematically it would make sense to end with, but I'm kind of with you. I like kind of the oddness of doing it just, you know, not in the middle of the season, but just yeah. kind of plunked down in it. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you guys, uh, do you remember at all when this was coming out? It was kind of like a big deal. Uh, not really. Like two weeks in a row. It was like an event, sort of. Mm, no, I don't remember the lead up. I, I'm, I don't either, kinda, actually. It, it sounds awesome, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just like remember a sense of knowing that Artie's leaving at this point, and like, how is it gonna happen? Yeah. It's a big move. I mean, Artie yeah. was, I think, pretty easily the most like identifiable thing about Pete and Pete at the time. Um, yeah, yeah, that could be. Besides, like agree. Petunia. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so to do this is just, I think, a huge gamble but i love that they're confident enough to do it and um and it makes sense like okay well his next phase of life just wouldn't have this person you know what i mean like yeah he, yeah for he's sure. becoming an adolescent and uh yeah i like I, I think it was nicely done but i guess we can get more into that uh, do you guys want to talk about farewell my little viking yeah sure yeah, i could take it or leave it oh i'm kidding of course oh my god <laughs> No, no, go ahead, Bob. Tell us about your insurance. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is much more interested to hear about that. So yeah. <laughs> they got in their notepads out. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we let uh, Big Pete bring us yeah. in? All right. People say there aren't any heroes anymore, but I don't know. I say they're all around us. You just have to know where to look. For starters, there's Perseus. 
He's the guy who cut off Medusa's head and saved Andromeda from the sea monster. Then there's Pegasus, the immortal winged horse, swooping in out of nowhere to help destroy a fire-breathing beast. And finally, over the skies of Wellsville, you can spot the Artie constellation. Where Artie came from, no one knows. But ever since he arrived in our town, evil has had to haul butt. Mmm, 19 o'clock, and all his pipe. Artie's a suburban superhero with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. No one knows the full extent of his mutant arsenal, but if you ask me, his most amazing power of all is this one. His friendship with my brother Pete. It's a titanium-reinforced bond that over the years has given them the strength to vanquish every villain that's gotten in their way, from a maniac schnauzer to the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I, love, I love that the Artie constellation is only above Wellsville. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that there is this constellation it's this whole yeah like the weaving of their own um like uh legends into the broader world yeah yeah exactly um well as big pete reminds us superheroes always have super villains to worry about but while superman and the fantastic four have lex Luthor and dr doom Artie has paper cut and John McFlemp. <laughs> Man, John McFlemp. Um, uh, you know, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, this is uh, James Reb Rebborn. Um, he's in both parts here. He's kind of the head of the uh, adult conspiracy group and. Uh, I just, he, I think he's so, like, I think this is Emmy Award winning material here. He's so good. It's very good, yeah. Fits right in with the Pete and Pete world. Yeah. He has these little twitches. The way, Just his, like, delivery of lines feels unlike... Are you unlike sure anything hanging out with a lunatic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's so, like, twitchy, and um, but it feels so perfect for... Wellsville, yeah. that this yeah. guy would be kind of running things. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to give him some love up at, up at the top. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, he's uh, fantastic. He is, and he's like you know, especially in the '90s, he was all over the place. He's just a, he was a great character actor, and he always yeah, he yeah, usually yeah. plays a skeevy, you know, just little <laughs> like a jerk like that. Uh, the, yeah. the one that sticks out to me a lot was uh, in uh, Independence Day uh, when he was. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, I played a similar character. The, the ones that the, the ones that are, and I'm sure there's a million others, but the two that I'm most familiar with, just from my own own childhood, was Independence Day. And did you guys ever see that? Uh, I think it was like a made-for-TV Disney movie, Blank Check. Did you see that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. yeah. He, he, oh, I, he, that he was in the, the theaters, dance. my friend. Oh, was it really? <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that puppy in the theaters. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, I am. It was Disney though, right? Am I right on that? Yeah, it's a I Disney. Think so, yeah. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, he played the dad in that as well. And, yeah. Uh, Less of a jerk in that one, but uh, <laughs> have you have you guys, have you guys revisited Blank Check? Not uh, lately. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I uh, it's been a while. I <laughs> yeah, I watched it like 
I watched it maybe six, seven years ago, and it was so depressing. It was like one of the most de- one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, this kid is like lonely. His fr- only friends are adults. Um, he's like, it, it's hard to even convey how sad it is. But um, yeah, yeah ja- sorry, James Redborn. Uh, I-, I also think of Meet the Parents. He's kind of this oh, cringy, right. cringy rich. I think yep. he's Ben Stiller's wife's dad, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no, that's obvi- obviously that's uh that's De Niro. So he must be. I don't know. Who no, he is. yeah, he's like uh, Robert De Niro's friend, like family. Oh, friend, okay. I think. Yeah, like he's like the doctor family friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of the same thing in that movie. He's kind of this annoying, <laughs> gets under your skin type guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. My doctor says if I keep doing these demonstrations, my heart is going to burst like a bad melon. But hey, no pressure. <laughs> like a bad melon. <laughs> <laughs> is that a uh, is that already going by on the the yeah, canoe okay. ca- canoe yeah yeah <laughs> the, the canoe. <laughs> so weird. Just like this mocking. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, having gotten sick of Artie's land canoeing and other antics, the parents of Wellsville have, top, have tapped McFlemp to take the superhero down. Spotting a weakness, McFlemp begins trying to convince Don that a boy's superhero should be his dad. <laughs> I, I like this whole thing, too. Uh, this, this moment here, when he, yeah. you know... Uh where he's talking about a boy's hero should be his dad. And he says, what yeah. about your son? And it cuts to Pete and Artie running into each other with garbage cans on them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and Don turns around and says, what about him? Uh, it's, re- it's really one of my favorite sight gags, I think, in the entire series. Of, <laughs> there's just it something really so pure. It's so like childlike yet idiotic of these two just running into each other with trash cans on them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it, but it almost like feels like it makes sense in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, if yeah. You're yeah. a for... kid, like yeah, <laughs> yeah and particularly for these two. To me too, with with that scene, the part is the fact that Artie is making little noises here and there, but not much, and Little Pete is dead silent the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something about that that just makes it funnier. I don't know. I just I think it's great. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I and I love this like. Because it, it is so humiliating if you're a father um, <laughs> to kind of like be like, oh, well, yeah, that's my kid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, later, as Don tries to get little Pete to help him clean out the gutters, Artie quickly blows the gunk out all over the neighborhood. It just so happens I- I'm probably the fastest, <laughs> most efficient gutter cleaner in town, uh, possibly the world. <laughs> now watch closely as I take this ah! scraper. Greetings, <laughs> Ruby! What's the news? Do? Dad's trying to teach me how to clean gunk. Gunk? <laughs> it's a father-son thing, Artie. Now just keep your tights on. We'll be done in a couple hours. Roof! Idea. Now, son, as I was saying... You take the scraper. I D yeah. <laughs> oh man, the line delivery and idea. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't I know have... if you guys. Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, oh, I was just going to say, I, because I, I think you're probably about to say this, <laughs> Joey. What do you, I have a favorite moment from that scene. It's very slight, but do you know what? It, can you guess what it is? I think I was going to bring it up. Did you guys happen to watch the commentary? I, not no. this time, but I did years ago. Okay. I did years ago. Okay, both of these episodes, if you have the season two DVD, have commentary uh, right. with Will McRobb, Chris Viscardi, Danny Tamborelli, Michael Morena, and Toby Huss. And they all go insane with laughter over Artie standing on the lawn and quickly blowing a leaf out his mouth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think Will McRobb and Chris Viscardi said it's like one of their favorite things. And Toby Huss had no memory of even doing it. So he was like, he, he was like, he laughs and he, he says something like, oh, nailed it. Like he, he loved it. <laughs> uh, well, covered in gutter gunk, the members of the international adult conspiracy convinced Don to attend a meeting about getting rid of Hardy. Meanwhile, Papercut is terrorizing the playground <laughs> in game after game of rock, paper, scissors. There, yeah. There is something sort of uh, menacing about this thing that they do, like the hitting each other on the wrist. Yeah, the like, uh, give a slap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do love how every kid here just coheres, that they, yeah. that they will not, under any circumstance, throw scissors. You know, they yeah. just know that they need to. Was so f afraid of paper cut, and he's yeah. uh, he's kind of menacing even now. I feel like he's kind of intimidating. He's a great villain for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have um, we, Andrew? Yeah. Have we talked about this? That uh, paper cut looks like if our friend Max was little. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny take. <laughs> I mean, he's a good, he's, he's a handsome kid, so this is not an insult. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, something about him was very Max-like. <laughs> <laughs> the way he dressed, you think? Maybe the way he dressed, kind of the haircut, you know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the yeah. tassels, the, the tassels. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could see, I definitely could see Max going for tassels. Yeah. The, the, the paper cuts all over his body. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, none of the kids dares throws anything but rock for fear of getting cut until little Pete defies the villain by throwing out scissors. Uh. Paper cut whips an origami throwing star at little Pete, but Artie <laughs> shows up just in time to save him. In such a good moment, uh, yeah. Artie catching this thing in his mouth and chewing it up. <laughs> it's uh, uh, I yeah, I love the practical effect of like the origami being on the camera. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, to yeah. and Toby Huss having to kind of time up chomping <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. A delicious blend of tarragon ginger and some sort of seafood. Shellfish. <laughs> Appearing in a timely fashion, seemingly from nowhere. Be gone with you, Poppy, before I fold you into some type of brochure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just everything about that is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So um, good. Well, as paper cut storms off, he calls out Little Pete for not fighting his own battles, and the barb cuts deep. Elsewhere, at the meeting place for the International Adult Conspiracy, McFlemp and the other parents present their complaints about Artie. Yeah, <laughs> we we should note that um, this episode, both these episodes, um, you know, 
Iggy Iggy Pop plays a. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's known as Dad, but he plays a key role here in the adult international conspiracy. <laughs> Somewhat underused, I would even. Yeah, I say, think so too. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. should, uh, I don't know why they didn't credit him as Mr. Mecklenburg. I don't know why they didn't just do that instead of Dad. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. 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 Uh, the adults task Don with getting rid of Artie while Papercut convinces Little Pete to go his own way. Hey, Buttercup! Big play friend come to walk you home? That son of a oh, I will fold you seven times. <laughs> so dumb and so good. Like you're getting some of the best adult performances on this kid show. There's just no yeah. doubt about it. Like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, just like the idea of playing Artie is impossible. I mean, Toby yeah. Hust's like the only... Uh, Oh, yeah. A person on the planet, I guess, pulled off. Yeah. Um, but as Artie takes his shortcuts home, alone, he's confronted by a bunch of hostile adults. Uh, I love this whole shortcut thing, too, through the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. yeah, can, yeah, I ask, yeah. can I ask a question about that? Because I, I was, I've was i always been confused by it. I love it. Whatever the answer is, I love it. But these shortcuts, were they put there by Artie? The, like, you know... Like the Mecklenburgs, they have the four lane expressway, and then when McFlemp starts talking to him, he's on a, a moving sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, come bear. <laughs> yes, and I, for the first time today, I, like I said, I've seen this episode so many times. I noticed that on the moving sidewalk, there's an Artie logo on it, like on the, <laughs> on the side of it as he goes by. So I can't help but think, did he just put these things in these people's yards? Like I don't, I don't know, but I love it either way. Like, just, yeah. Oh, I think I, always, I, yeah. I think I always read it as Artie had set this up for himself. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in that sense, if you lived in town, I guess you could see Artie as a menace. Like, oh my god, this guy. <laughs> this guy. I you suppose. <laughs> it feels like a real kid thing, though, too. Like, the shortcuts through yards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, back at the Wrigley's, Dad overhears through his immaculate gutters. But little Pete is starting to outgrow Artie. Uh, I just love this so much that he hears him because the gutters are so clean yeah. that it like <laughs> reverberates. <laughs> yeah. Um, with their friendship weakening, Dad plans a father-son day for him and little Pete to urge his son to forget about his personal superhero. Meanwhile, Big Pete and Ellen start campaigning to change the town's mind about Artie. Um, speaking oh, this, of yeah. this little section here with Artie and the kind of like I don't know what you would call it little backdrop you know yeah. like it yeah. looks like a science fair or something just out in the <laughs> middle of a field yeah. and there's nobody really around but his it just his dis, how discouraged he is he's like kicking the wall yeah. you know and they're trying to get him to do his catchphrase yeah um, I just I love this scene it's kind of surreal really yeah yeah there almost could have, I feel like, been more, a little more time spent on this uh, Big Pete scheme thing. Mm -hmm. but, uh, it looked like they put a lot of work into that you know, stage or diorama or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it does feel like it was underused. So, yeah. It felt it felt a little bit like wedging Big Pete and Ellen in somehow. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, well, failing to sway little Pete, Dad convinces Artie that Pete wants him to leave town. Boy, this shot, um, 
this is like this isn't a really great not just for tv this is just some great cinematography the shot where in particular where Artie is playing tetherball and it's got the porta potty in the background and the wa mm -hmm. water tower in the distance mm -hmm. it's just such a beautiful shot uh <laughs> i know that sounds stupid but it like it almost like I had to pause it to be like, wow, this is <laughs> just wonderful. Also, yeah. Don's yellow cardigan in the scene is also wonderful. I want it. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, no wonder Artie wanted to hold him so we could snuggle again. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, should we hear Artie? Oh, yeah. It, it might be best for Pete if you were to uh, leave town. He didn't have the heart to tell you himself. Yeah. That's why he asked me. He wants you to go. Oh, Don. <laughs> oh, Don. Hold me. Hold me, Don. Oh, Don, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, that, that music's outrageous. <laughs> Straight from Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of just where Artie lives, like, I love that. The Porta John and just like yeah, uh, the idea of it and it and it does look good in spite of the fact that like that's what it is a toilet. You know? Yeah, um, um, this is the first time we learned that, right? You might be right, no. though. I could swear in in, in the first episode in uh, it's one of the specials. It's uh, new, not that one. Yeah, New Year's Pete. It's okay. um, the one where. Uh, little Pete is trying to get Artie onto his dad's bowling team, and uh, ah. his dad's asking him questions about him. And he says, "Where does he? Wh wh where does he live? A porta oh, job." It's, yeah. it's at least mentioned. It's at least mentioned. okay. Great call. Yeah. Great yeah. call. Yeah. Um, well, his dad drives away. Drives Artie away. Little Pete and his friends take off after the car, but before Pete can catch up, his bike tire is blown out by none other than paper cut. <laughs> Yeah, he like the little like he spits like a little paper dagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is the end of part one. If your best friend had just been deported and the international adult conspiracy put your world into a full Nelson headlock and a raging maniac with a thing for rock, paper, scissors was about to paper cut you to shreds, you'd probably think it was the end too. But you'd be wrong. It was only the beginning. <laughs> it's, um... I love this music so much. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I think it's used in halloween -y too. It, it's mm. interesting, though, that they um, use it through the credits, because usually the credits is always either, you know, Polaris or Magnetic View. Yeah. So, right. So, yeah. Good ending, though. I mean, good cliffhanger ending. I love that yes. little yes. big P thing. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Okay. Well, when we return, Papercut uses his paper knife to cut the brim of Little Pete's hat clean off. <laughs> great, so great gag. Yeah, yes. great gag. And I love that they commit to it the whole episode. Either his yeah. hat's missing the brim or it's taped on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so nice. Just one of my absolute favorite insults and one of my favorite quotes from the show in general is said by Papercut here when he says, Let's cut to the chase, dinner mint. I just <laughs> love that insult so much. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Pete and Pete, I mean, the writing, when it comes to the insults, most of the ones that come from Little Pete are just superb. 
but that is one of my favorite random ones where it's it sounds really insulting, but it's really not. Like, why why would it be? You know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh man. That's yeah, right. that is Go good. Ahead. And he and he is intimidating with these. <laughs> you know, that's not really scary, but it sounds like it. Mm -hmm. um, but before Papercut can inflict any more damage, Pete's friends soak his paper shark blade in hose water. <laughs> yeah. Although I, you know, I just want to say this this episode. The one thing I really don't love about this episode is that the intro prior to Hey Sandy, the theme song, is more more like a last time on Pete mm, and Pete yeah. than a yeah. than a narrative and. I know back then you didn't really have a choice. It's a kid's program that plays once a week, so you can't just start the episode necessarily. Mm -hmm. But it, it does feel a little weird just, like, getting a recap for a Pete and Pete. And then... Yeah. Know, I, I mean, you, you. I definitely miss the traditional intro. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I get it. I mean, if you caught this episode, like, randomly on TV as a kid, you might be yeah. lost with that. Yeah. Um. Dad tries to dissuade little Pete from searching for Artie, but with his hat taped back together, Pete takes to the airwaves to send out an emergency plea on Wart Radio. Little Wart Radio. Uh, yeah, throw always in. love a Wart Radio. Uh, mm. I love I love how just in that brief little scene, his dad is wearing the number one dad t-shirt with his picture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a brilliant touch. Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, so oh, man. good. Like this is part of him convincing little Pete is his right, own right, yes. <laughs> exactly. I can take uh, his place. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, Big Pete and Ellen raise money for the hunt by selling Artie merchandise. His mom releases Artie's favorite smell: tire air. Oh yeah, man! This, mer this merchandise. Well, yeah, two things here: the tire air, so good, just as as a concept. Yeah. Uh, and then this merchandise, boy, I wonder, I just wonder if anybody like got to keep any of it. Cause it's, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. Our, our all, merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> when all else fails, little Pete has a, a secret weapon, the already signal. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so amazing. Just the look is facial expression on it. Um, I love that. <laughs> um, Elsewhere, when McFlem catches his son playing with an arty canoe toy, he enacts a plan to get rid of the superhero for good. Uh, this is such a good scene, too, with him smashing the toy against the side yes. of the house. Yes. What is this, son? <laughs> um, Don is tasked with sabotaging Pete's signal while McFlem makes Artie an offer he can't refuse. I know we've had our differences in the past but now i'm on your side oh i know how hard it is to be going back and forth on your future trying to switch horses midstream that's why i'd like to be your friend and offer you a job all right too busy too dang busy hello oh no pressure arnie but if you act now i'll throw in a free pair of slacks Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> of the permanent press variety? As permanent as the stars. <laughs> Call me a truck and slap me till Wednesday. You're a truck, Artie. You're a truck. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay. Toby 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 Huss and James Rebhorn going up against it's like it's like watching Daniel Day Lewis and Lawrence Olivier. Like it it's really something to behold. It is amazing. Yeah. Um, too busy. Too dang busy. Like slacks are this unobtainable thing. <laughs> why is that That's what clinches it? Like, just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why and why does McFlump know that will clinch it? Like what what is yeah. Artie's history here? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm um, sorry. Oh lord. <laughs> Well, soon the Wrigley spot Artie on TV, hawking aluminum siding. <laughs> Should I play it? Yeah. 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 Mm. You too will enjoy the feeling of the pleasure ridges. <laughs> how did they yeah. say that on television? <laughs> like, how does Nickelodeon be like, yes, yeah, go ahead and say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so insane that they're like we don't even get it yeah yeah we don't know what they're talking about <laughs> um with Artie out of the way little pete turns off his signal as mcflemp and the international adult conspiracy host a bonfire to burn all of wellsville's superhero merchandise oh this, yeah. this feels like brutal for yeah this pete. is pretty dark yeah yeah they're all just um, kind of like s- solemnly staring into the fire <laughs> Yeah, McFlamp, like, really, uh, like a dictator up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, while Artie is busy living the life of a red-blooded American in his port john <laughs> even little Pete tosses his action figure onto the fire. Ah! Pink on the inside, crisp and rooney on the outside. Kiss the way we like them in America. <laughs> with a brick um yeah that oh my god i love everything he's just yeah he's just incredible here every line reading is uh, i don't know i know i'm being i'm being a little over the top but i know i mean i mean this is really already showcase and yes there he's nailing it yeah and i just i i love that he's you know you know, McFlynn brainwashed him and, you know, made him into a salesman. And that somehow also makes him trapped in the 1950s for some reason in terms of his <laughs> yes. outfit. Like, why, yeah. why is that? <laughs> yeah, door to door. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and his outfits are just that polo shirt with the slacks. <laughs> I just, oh. you know. Hey, oh. I mean, to- Toby looks good. Toby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, now that he no longer needs to worry about Artie getting in the way, Paper cut demands a rock paper scissors rematch, but with little Pete planning to throw the match to avoid getting cut, Dad decides to bring Artie back. I like that Dad comes back around. Yeah, feels feels like a good character arc through these episodes. Yeah, um, Dad does everything he can think of to attract Artie, and after a night of failing to find the superhero, he turns to his last resort: tire air. Oh my God. <laughs> Good morning, world! PTIF, huh? <laughs> Thank God it's Friday! <laughs> oh, a little insect problem, do you? 
refuses. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's when he real. It, he, you know, in 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 her cut, there is Don releasing the tire air and yeah. already catching a whiff of it. <laughs> I love that puses. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> um, the smell attracts Artie like a moth to a repulsive flame, and Dad convinces the superhero to help. You're not a salesman. No, you're Artie, the strongest man in the world. Pipe. Pipe. Oh, where's Pete when I need him? Pete? Pete? Don't you remember Pete? He's in trouble and he needs you. Pete. My little Viking. Trouble? <laughs> Indeed! Bazoom! I'm quite large again, Pappy! Onward! Oh, man. I mean... You know, it takes, I feel like, a lot of skill to pull off that moment where it's yeah. like so down and then instantly turns around. Yeah. And feels so good. Yeah, know? he plays this sort of amnesia perfectly of like, yes. Are yes. he the strongest man in the world? Pete? And then, like, <laughs> as it clicks in, it's like, yeah, he's back. Even yeah. though he's only been gone for, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so great, too, that, like, that's all it took him to completely forget yeah. his old persona. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back at the playground, as Pete faces off against Papercut, he thinks he sees Artie grinning from the sidelines. Yeah. And I say think because uh, it, it almost seems like he didn't, didn't see him later, the way he talks mm -hmm. to him. Yeah, the way he talks to him is like, I could feel you there, but I didn't see you there. Yeah, yeah. What is it that makes a superhero? Is it muscles of steel? The ability to see through brick walls? To turn yourself into a human butane torch? Or is it small? Like with Artie, a way of looking at the world and making everything in it a little bit stranger and a little bit better. So good, Man, great writing, yeah. and I just want to point out sound sound design. So as mm. Big Pete's talking, we have birds chirping, we have this vintage '50s stock music. It's mm. just, it's an ex. It, nobody's doing it better than this. Yes, yes. Genius. it's just yeah. <laughs> and uh, and just Big Pete's the way he delivers these lines. Yeah. Uh, is a big part of it. You know, like the yeah. pauses and... Um, God, so great. Um, so great. Well, just when it looks like Paper Cut is won, Pete makes an impossible throw. Suborbital Meteor. Mm. Furious, Paper Cut prepares to slice <laughs> his victim when Pete's friends attack with their own superpowers and the villain runs off in defeat. Oh. Great. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to ask how you guys feel about this uh, this final, this climactic moment with Pete and his friends. Love it. It's the definition of what a kid would... Kids kids do this. When you play rock, yeah. paper, scissors, inevitably they're going to throw something that's not rock, paper, or scissors. They're mm -hmm. going to be so proud of like th that thought, that creative thought yeah. of like, you know yeah. what? Like I'm going to throw a wave. Um and so it felt like the perfect kind of almost 
symbol for what Pete and Pete is, which is you can throw the same three things, but like we're doing something strange and different and yeah. you, have to, you just have to deal with it. Like strange yeah. and different is good and what you're doing sucks. Um, so <laughs> um, I loved yeah. it. I, lo I loved it as a representation of the show. Yeah. Sure. Me too. I, I also love that the, you know, you have the obligatory uh, Pete and Pete villain announcing his name before running off. Because, uh, mm. you know, the same thing, if you remember. Uh, open and, uh, Yeah, I just, I love how they, like, it's like, all right, we remember who you are. Why are you? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, it's, it's just as iconic as almost every single Pete and Pete villain with a, well, well, well. <laughs> they all have to do that. They all have to do that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. But isn't Pete Wrigley? Yeah. 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 But isn't the brothers Pete? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And this whole, I mean, these whole two episodes are kind of about uh, not conforming necessarily, not following like arbitrary rules. Um, yeah. So it, it really does feel like a great final moment. For sure. Um, well, afterward, Pete and Artie are reunited, but in his own way, Artie explains that he has to go. Everything you need to learn is in here. Out there is some boy who needs me. He's small. <laughs> He's puny, like he were. But Artie, you're my best friend. I always will be, my little Viking. But... See you again? <laughs> Worry not, boy. Worry not. For I am Arte, the strongest man. Yeah, uh, it's really amazing. Um, and I love this final, like, <clears throat> moment here where Pete's standing with Don, and Don's like, I'm going to miss that mutant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that night, as they wonder if they'll ever see their hometown superhero again, the Wrigley's light the Artie signal one more time. Yeah. Was Artie gone for good? I guess we couldn't know, but one thing was for sure. A part of Artie would always be with us, watching over us, like the heroes in our dreams, like the stars in the sky. Oh, man. Just, yeah, they nailed it. Everything, oh, yeah. everything plays oh, no. to that scene so perfectly <laughs> between the music and the, the the sound of Big Pete's voice and the writing and everything. it's just I I, I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's oddly like a triumphant ending. Yeah, uh, that totally. it feels like oh yeah, like Artie should, despite loving him, it they somehow created something where you think, yeah, he should go away at this point. Yeah. And, and it feels hopeful. Like, he might be back at some point. He's still yeah. out there. Yeah, know? right. Right. Um, but with, with Wayne Pardue on deck for season three, who needs Dirty? <laughs> sure. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 
But, you know, Little Pete does have an awesome posse. You know, he's just... Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they are great here. Yeah. Okay. Who do you got? Clem, Nona, Monica, and Wayne, right? That's... Yeah, it's the main... That's a heck of a friend group. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it's... I can't... It's been, it's, you know, this is all thanks in part to the fact that, you know, they didn't put season three on DVD, which I am going to bring up as many times as humanly possible. Um, <laughs> that um, I can't even remember. Is Clem in season three? Um, oh. Hmm. Maybe he does get switched out for Wayne. That's what I that thought. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I know Nona obviously is there, and I think, um, um, which is sad because he was, I love Clem. He's great. Yeah, Clem's oh, great. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've talked we've talked about it but one of the greatest character names ever clem linnell yes <laughs> um, yeah. he was probably going on to heavyweights sure other oh, yeah. things yeah. sure yeah. do you have any bio on him um you know what i didn't uh, oh that's okay that's okay. okay well do you want to talk about some of the stuff that went into this sure uh, hi this is bios trivia ratings Stray observations. Well, I mean, we've talked about him before, but we got to talk about Toby Huss again. Um, <laughs> just so, just an incredible actor. Unbelievable, um, uh, unbelievable that uh, this is another person I forget who I was talking about a couple episodes ago, but um, this is one of those people that, like, it just never occurred to me that I would ever see the person who played Artie again in anything else. Yes. You know, it's just right. so bizarre. Yes. And that he's a good actor. Well, I mean, we know that. We know that from Pete and Pete, but like, I'm talking proper. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he yeah. can do other things too. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be yeah. uh, craziness. Yeah. Um, but he started out pretty memorably with uh, some MTV, like, promo commercials. Mm-hmm. He played a few different characters um, in the early days of the network. Um, and, uh, of course, he's been in Beavis and Butthead to America, Vegas Vacation. Uh, that was incredible to me. Like, ca- realizing that that was already in Vegas Vacation, it was like, oh, my God. Um, Seinfeld, of course, News Radio, Bedazzled, which we've talked about a lot for some reason. Um, King, <laughs> for some <King> reason? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know damn well why we've talked about it. It's a modern <laughs> classic. okay Okay. speaking of and i I promise not to go on a tangent here but i did want to mention i have borrowed it quite recently but i have not yet watched it best in show um i have not seen it yet i borrowed it from a friend after you guys talked about it and i saw it in their collection i said can i borrow this i've never seen it and so uh yeah haven't seen it yet but i want to i want to give it a fair shake so. I hope you have a good set of lungs because you're going to be laughing. <laughs> oh my god. Laughing. <laughs> uh, Bup, have you seen have you seen Bedazzle? Oh yeah. Yeah. And Oh yeah. Oh, oh I love it. Yeah, it was great. Great, Absolutely. great, great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the me, right answer. <laughs> me and Linda, me and Lyndon are going to be doing that podcast. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, hey, Lyndon, if you want to, let me know. But <laughs> uh, Well, Toby has also appeared in Angry Beavers, Home Movies, The Office, Kirby Enthusiasm, Bob's Burgers, Adventure Time, Hold and Catch Fire, Halloween, the uh, 2018 one, Venture Bros, and most recently, The Righteous Gemstones. Okay. Um, 
yeah incredible career yes so many different like just totally different parts uh yeah amazing they asked him on the commentary how often he gets recognized as Artie, <laughs> and he seemed to of course this commentary was recorded i think in 2004 or 5 mm-hmm. which had only been 10 years at that point so he said yeah. no he, he was like the last time was like six months before they had recorded and it was uh-huh. some woman at a garage sale who reluctantly <laughs> asked him um so <laughs> It sounded like he didn't get the identified that much during that time period. Probably more now. Yeah. Um, um, it, it would be diff. I think it would be hard to pick him out. Like if we were walking down the street and it was a busy street. Yeah. I think I'd be like, that sort of looks like Toby Huss, but who the hell knows? Yeah. Right. It looks like it looks like a mixture of Artie and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you, because when he, for the longest time when he when he played the the cooking teacher, you know, in that in uh, X equals Y, I didn't know that that was Toby Huss, and mm. his voice sounded so familiar. And that, now that you met, and I always thought he sounded like one of the Rat Pack. He sounded like Frank Sinatra. He even had yeah. like this weird, I don't know. There was some quality to his voice. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh my god, that's Toby Huss. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, was, he, yeah. Was, he yeah. does look a lot like Sinatra, but he also plays a fake street Sinatra in uh, one of my favorite movies, Vegas Vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was what, what Andrew was talking about a little while ago. I, I uh, yeah. I, I hope I don't invoke anger here, but I have not seen that. So uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I definitely recommended. Yeah. After Best in Show. Before Best in Show, no question about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andrew probably wouldn't even mind if I never watched Best in Show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, well, uh, John McFlem, play, we've mentioned play, it was played by James Rebhorn. And uh, he passed away in 2014, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, he, what's your, you guys said, um, one of you said uh, blank check, Bob. Do you yeah. have anything, Joey, that you, that's like the first thing you think of with him? Uh, I mentioned um, uh, um, Meet the Parents. Oh, okay. Uh, but Independence Day was a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's my cousin Vinny. Oh, instantly. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh. Man, what what a what a film. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's also appeared in some other big name stuff: Basic Instinct, Scent of a Woman, Carlito's Way, The Game, The Seinfeld Finale. Wow. Um, and uh, The Box and Thirty Rock. Boy, um, they got him. The thing is, they got they didn't get him before he was like before he was big. They got him kind of at his height, yeah, like early nineties. Those are those are some big yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he knew about it. <laughs> yeah, heard about the show. Um, he, yeah, he must have known someone involved. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, and finally, Paper Cut was played by Christopher Conti. Uh, this was his first credit. Pete and yeah. Pete. Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah outrageous that is kind of cool yeah <laughs> like this is your first acting credit like this kid was a master from the beginning yeah he's very good um he also appeared, he also appeared in jerky boys indian oh. in the cupboard and Ooh. something called life stories and that's it ah Gone. wow yeah Gone from wasn't 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 for him he was very good yeah yeah no mm-hmm. doubt yeah 
Um, well, the director of this episode is Tony Jacobs. He directed both episodes. He also directed When Pete's Collide uh, and The Big Quiet. Um, he directed a film called The Refrigerator. Uh, he was a director on the MTV show hosted by Jon Stewart called You Wrote It, You Watch It. Uh, he also directed on the Jon Stewart show. Uh, he directed two episodes of Reading Rainbow. Uh, and then he made a film in 2004 called Weapon of Mass Destruction. Uh, and he has not done anything since. Uh, yeah. But I also looked up Clem Linnell. Um, so, I mean, talk about a trifecta. So uh, this actor's name is um, Aaron Schwartz. And his first movie, 1992, The Mighty Ducks. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, then eight episodes is Clem on Pete and Pete. And then the next year, Heavyweights, Gerald Garner. Oh, yeah. um, and then he, and then there's 14 years uh, between his next project. So uh, then he's on Guiding Light in 2009, Law and Order, Suits, um, Evil, uh, Gossip Girl, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, um, Young Sheldon, Young Sheldon um, Slasher Party, Last Chance, The Kaminsky Method, um, SWAT, and the Young, and most recently The Young and the Restless, two episodes. Hmm. Um, so he's still he's still working and boy he he's a hunk <laughs> like you might not think so you think Clem and oh, from like Mighty Ducks or Heavyweights but this guy is jacked now <laughs> nice good for him yeah. yeah any trivia um just the one we all know but of course this is Toby has his final appearance sorry yep can I uh, can I ask you guys a, a fun uh, trivia? Mm. Yeah, sure. I was just going to ask you guys what your favorite Artie line was from between the two episodes, or or you know if you if you can't pick one, then you know your favorite couple of lines of his. Yeah, uh, mine's probably I, it's so simple, but it's probably the busy, too dang busy occupado. Occupado. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the delivery on that one for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, jeez, it's very tough. I but I love um the steak, mm. Chris Baruni. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, love uh, uh, just like the iconic line for the episode, maybe uh, nineteen o'clock and all his pipe. All his yeah. pipe, right? Hold me down. And yeah, <laughs> and uh, Puses. I was just crazy. Puses. Yeah. Puses. You see that? What one? about all great? What about you? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. my I said one of them at the beginning, which is the, hey, they're done. Came back for some sandwiches, didn't you? You're safety. <laughs> I love that. Um, but then I, I, one of my favorite ones, and it's a throwaway. You kind of have to listen for it, but I just love it when you think about what he's actually saying. It's when at the end of the first half when uh, Don is driving him away, and he hears Pete yelling for him, and he says, Don, pull this pile over immediately or I'll be forced to become strong with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I just, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> but I also love the... That that is a great line, but I love Don's response too of just pretending uh -huh. he heard he heard what Pete said and already taking right. it at face value. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he says you you know whatever he says you you shouldn't come back and Artie's just like yeah. resigned to the fact that that must be it <laughs> right right um just while we're talking about it man i also love uh, right after he eats the throwing star saying when he says like appearing seemingly from nowhere <laughs> yeah. uh, something's funny about that and something we haven't mentioned um when he's going down the uh fake road on his short one of his shortcuts mm-hmm. yeah if you listen closely he's actually going pipe 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 pipe, pipe. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. he does like a little round off the little round off cartwheel thing and then he goes yeah, pipe, yeah. Pipe, 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 pipe. yeah <laughs> yeah um, a, a little fun fact, the director of this episode I mentioned was uh, Tony Jacobs, but uh, he also worked under the name Nicholas Jacobs. So on some mm. episodes he's Nicholas Jacobs, on some episodes he's Tony Jacobs. Um, the Tony Jacobs IMDb has virtually nothing on it. Um, so if you want to see his work, it's Nicholas Jacobs. But uh, yeah. uh, and You think he ahead. wanted to separate himself from Pete and Pete? I don't know why you'd want to do that. No, yeah, I mean, it seems crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... White mind would ever want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, in the commentary, this was mentioned, Artie said that, um, excuse me, Toby Huss said the character of Artie was first appeared uh, when he was doing work in Iowa City, Iowa, uh, which Toby Huss is from Iowa, so I'm guessing it was somewhere near there. Where, where yeah, I think it was on a... He was doing improv, wasn't he? I think it was like a character mm-hmm. he invented doing improv or something like that. Yeah. So, and they asked yeah. they asked him like, did he felt did he feel like he was selling out? Um, <laughs> and he said like, no, just because he had he didn't have that much atta- uh, attachment to the character. It was just like kind of a right time, right place type of thing. And I'll just use this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Thank God he did. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like. What other situation would possibly arise? Well, think about think about how close that can just become someone pretending to be like a real superhero, you know, and how much that would suck um, yeah. <laughs> if they're like pretending yeah. to be actually Superman instead of this like deranged yeah. guy. Oh wow, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so just right guy, right character, because they they didn't they didn't really create Artie, like he just came in and did his thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just. Just more and more, like, this show just feels like one of those instances where everything just yes. accidentally came together perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Stray observations would go around. Yeah. Um, well, the International Adult Conspiracy gets a logo and a motto in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you catch the motto? Oh, yeah. Because I said so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got wonderful. It. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch what war um, at the end during the uh, rock, paper, scissors fight with uh, paper cut? What did mm-hmm. Pete and his friends all throw and what did they do to paper? Uh, yes, I have what they threw. Okay. Uh, Nona had the volcano, Clem mm-hmm. had the monsoon, and yep. Monica had the dune buggy. Mm. Right. Yeah. I don't know their uh, specific. Volcano, volcano volcano burns paper, monsoon mashes mm. paper, and doom buggy crushes paper. Mm. <laughs> it's very important information. Come on. <laughs> it is. The people are on the edge of their seats. Uh, paper cut. Where was he born? 
the back of a copy shop. Yep, the back <laughs> of a copy shop. <laughs> um, did you catch McFlemp's powers? As uh, Big Pete explains. Dang, I don't think I did. Uh, he's he's a ma- uh, master s- yeah. salesman uh, with the ability to uh, to sell people uh, uh, to sell people on the fact that Artie was bad for the town or something like that. Uh, you got the master salesman right, but okay. a master salesman who knows every trick in the book. Gotcha. Mm. Um, Nona's dad is angry because Artie dares his daughter to keep saying what word? Mm. Boing. <laughs> um speaking of you that got in my suit. Sorry. <laughs> uh there's a few other things that a few other complaints that Mick Flump has. Uh mm-hmm. did you catch any of them? Ooh, no. Uh he I... taught a kid oh, go ahead. Do you know any? Well, I was gonna say that uh wait, that, like did he mention it during the meeting? Like with the adult yeah, conspiracy? Yeah. Or um I remember he, he complained that his son looked at a flower and said pipe. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another great line reading. Pipe? Yeah. yeah. I don't know that about you, me. John. That scares me. <laughs> yes. It's not such a bad word. It's that kind of thinking, Don. <laughs> um, well, he also taught a kid how to arm wrestle a slab of bacon. Yeah. Um, the uh, sh- and of course uh, his shortcuts through the yard. Yeah. All oh, right. 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 Um, yeah, I was trying to keep track of as many insults as I possibly could. We've already mentioned mm. a couple, um, but did you did you ju- not did you note any more insults? I did not. Okay. Shut up and throw drool cup. <laughs> Shut up and throw drool cup. Uh, we heard I will fold um. you seven times. Yep, love it. Let's uh, cut to the chase dinner mint, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, dinner mint. Um, paper cut, calling him chicken breath. Um, what do you want, you fiber licking blowhole? Chew, um, <laughs> chew foil. Uh, I think my favorite is Nona's. Uh, taste the tap, sicko. Yes. <laughs> uh, of course, we had a fungus lick. Um, you. You lose cheese log. Um, some some really good ones here. Oh yeah. But but yeah. Uh, yeah all right. So Bup, you like dinner mint? I'm going with taste yeah. the tap. I'm going with taste the tap, sicko. Andrew, any of these? Uh, really? uh, yes. Now I've already forgotten. This, I think it was the second one. So. I will fold you seven times. Yeah yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, uh, did you catch what the? the Wellsville sign says when they're leaving. Oh, uh, yeah. Come back when you get a minute? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really funny. <laughs> um, what road is in Iggy's uh, or Pop's backyard? Route 66. Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> um... Did you uh, note the Little Pete's description of Artie on where when he's uh, talking on war radio. <laughs> no. um, he's wearing, oh gosh, what is it? it, it it's it's some a, a flame retardant pajamas or something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, flammable pajamas. Flammable, yeah, and uh, and a <laughs> ankle bracelet with the name Hacksaw on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funnier that it's flammable pajamas rather than... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the cheapest pajamas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, when Don and little Pete are flying their kites, Don says, the great thing about a box kite is what? I do not remember. Oh, I can't. I, oh. It it combines sound aerodynamics with grace and beauty. <laughs> sure, sure. At, at which point what? Pete attacks that kite with his shark <laughs> kite. <laughs> yes. That has stealth bomber technology and something else. I can't remember what the other thing was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even, you know, even that kite thing, I was thinking, boy, it's got to be kind of tough to pull off that exact shot you want you know yeah the other kite yeah. coming at the other one yeah um well besides the tire air what else does Artie love and why armpit sounds remind him of his mother yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh did you know uh, any specific items at the burning of the Artie gear did you know any of the specific items Ooh. being burned uh, uh, well, Clem's pipe hat. Yes, pipe hat. Known as t-shirt that has already on it and it says, don't give up hope. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Pete threw in his action figure of Artie. Right. And, uh, uh John Jr. threw in the, uh, Artie action land canoe. Yes. I, I, it might be the same shirt. Maybe it's front and back. There's a shirt that says, don't give up hope, but we also see one that says Artie lives. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, that uh, the action figure I like. Love it. Yeah. Love yeah. it. So good. I would buy. I would buy that toy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I wanted to mention was just that uh, I really liked Paper Cuts uh, hideout or whatever, and especially the TV made out of paper. Uh, yes. It's only on there for like a second, but it looks so good. Just so, yes. Yeah. And like the whole background, and anytime you see him, wh wherever it is that he lives, like the ba the yeah. backdrop behind him is like it looks like crumpled paper, like blue crumpled <laughs> yeah. paper. Um, Artie has a few guests over to his uh, porta porta home uh, <laughs> when he's in when he's in full business mode. Did you catch their names? I think it's. I forgot. But... I I can't remember. I know the last name is. Hey everyone, it's the Klein Markers. Yes, yes, <laughs> the I Klein Markers. Remember, I can't remember their first names though. Oh, I, I, he, I don't think he says it. I think it's just the Klein oh. Markers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Like, yeah, he's turning and apparently talking to a large crowd of people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's just end with this stray observation. Did you note any of the kind of Pete and Pete classic songs that appear in these episodes? Mm, I, I didn't take note of them. Okay. Uh, well, we have several uh, Polaris. We have She is Staggering, uh, Everywhere, a piano uh, rendition of Ivy Boy, um, and Waiting for October, all featured. I think those really might be my th like four favorites. Um, but uh, we also get uh, Delaware by the Drop 19s, uh, and we get Water Please by Sid Straw. Mm. Um, I love that that they use that song. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then Andrew, I sent you a link today that I found. Um, did you check it out? Yes, I did. Man. Um. Uh, so it, if you go to Spotify and you search lambs to slaughter, lambs to slaughter, and the artist picture is a kind of a middle-aged guy with sunglasses and a white goatee. Uh, these are like all the original instrumentals to the Pete and Pete show. Um, so Whoa. like here, I'll, I'll play, uh, hold on. We got riding. Um, so just for the longest time, I'd always kind of been like, where are these songs? Yes. Um, yeah, so Lambs to Slaughter, he only has 10 monthly listeners, so folks, that's outrageous. Uh, right. <laughs> so oh, okay, I'll be fixing that myself, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> he, only, he only has one album, nine songs, but um, a lot of these, I think if you put them on, you'll be like, oh yeah, like, that that rings a bell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, really, really cool. Yeah, so as always, shout out to the music in the show, it's unlike... It unlike any kids show that will or you know did or will ever exist. Yeah, it's insane, completely yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, farewell, my little Viking. Uh, very good scores. Part one has an eight point six out of ten on IMDb, and mm. part two has an eight point nine out of ten mm. uh, on IMDb. So, out of five Krep stars, Andrew, what did you give? Uh, farewell, my little Viking. Um. Well, part one. I gave a 4.25. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I should just say I love, I, I've really loved both of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just like, there's something different about these episodes than the rest of the series, sort of, but in a good way. Um, but like the first half, maybe, you know, it's a lot of setup. Um, there, uh, the Big Pete storyline maybe is not quite developed to where it could have been maybe mm-hmm. um but anyway i like a lot part two i gave a 4.75 um i really it, like it's maybe not the f- the top episodes i think of but um i really loved it like the whole thing this whole second half was so good uh Artie's whole like arc um just really satisfying really like sad but also optimistic um the uh big pete of course his narration's great so combined i guess uh four and a half out of five for the yeah two-parter yeah cool up i had a surprisingly hard time with this uh as i mentioned it's not my favorite you know not not, you know if if i'm considering them both one episode uh, it's not my favorite episode of pete and pete but it's so touching and it's so sad at points and i I already mentioned how much i love Artie, so it was a really hard decision to make i mean it's kind of like you know and you guys have said it before when you've reviewed episodes of the show it it varies as to whether or not I'm comparing it just to other episodes of Pete and Pete Mm -hmm. or comparing it to just, you know, episodes of television. You know what I mean? Um, And so I, I landed at four and a half as well. Uh, And again, I just kind of did a combined score. I hope that's okay for both, uh, both episodes. Um, And uh, I like, I almost feel bad (laughs) not making that higher. 
<laughs> which I know is ridiculous, but, but I just, I can't help it. it um, uh, just cause I love it so much, but because I thought about all, all the other episodes, I shouldn't say that, like there's a ton of them, but uh, you know, a lot of other episodes that I do like more than this one. So yeah, I gotta do, I gotta do four and a half. So. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Well, we're all, we're all on the same page. Uh, in fact, Andrew, I had two scores. I ended up averaging a 4.5, just like you guys. Um, but my scores were flipped. So I gave part mm. one of 4.75 and part two of 4.25. Um, and I, you know, I got a little bit of grief when we did our top 10 ranking spoiler here. If you haven't listened to episode 189 or 200, um, I, you know, I put, I put farewell, my little Viking part one in my top 10. Um, and after rewatching, I feel good about that. Uh, I think, I think, I think the ending of episode two is the best scene between both episodes. Mm-hmm. But to me, there feel I and I know you're going to disagree here. I just think the middle of episode two feels a little bloated with like stuff we don't necessarily need. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny. There's a lot of great gags, but. Like episode one to me really moves, uh, hmm. and um, I but I I love both. Like I'm I'm you know yeah. this is I'm pick, just nitpicking here. Um, I really love both episodes. Uh, I think it's Artie's finest, finest moments here. Um, and you know just just this concept of Pete kind of going up against this adult conspiracy and uh his dad and paper cut. Right. It's this just kind of great breaking moment for little Pete to become his own person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, now that you're saying it, like every uh, villain type character in these episodes is great. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. And not totally. I mean, paper cuts ridiculous, but not impossible. And like, you know, yeah, there's no there's bullies. And parents, and you feel like adults are against you. So, like, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's the way it's uh, portrayed is ridiculous, but it's not impossible that kids feel yeah. like this. No, he like he feels like an exaggeration, but like a true character. Um, yeah. Like his clo- the way he dresses and everything, like it all feels. It's just like fully realized. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um. All right, well, do you guys want to name the episode? Sure. Sure. Um, well, I, I called this one The End is Pipe. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, I went with, it, it took some doing, but uh, I ended up going with The Strongest Friendship in the World. Ooh, that's nice. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a, that's a that's a contender. <laughs> um I went Andrew, I went kind of in the same direction as you. I called this a pipe dream. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Go around again. Uh the end is pipe. The strongest friendship in the world. And a pipe dream. Uh we'll post those. Um Last time around, we had Heartbreak Corey. Uh, and oh, hold on, let me pull these up here. I thought all three, I thought all three names were pretty good. Um, but let's see. Andrew, you had Corey gets caught. Kevin had 
Corey's piece of the mountain. I had curious Corey and Kevin wiped the floor with us with uh, Corey's piece of the mountain with 56%. Um, which is equal. This, this keeps happening. I said this before we started recording, but Kevin yeah. always, always forgets to do this part, which a lot of people do. It's not a big deal, but uh, he, he always forgets. He always makes up something right on the spot and he always wins. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's a way to do it. Yeah, maybe. It works well under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um we had one before that too. I think Andrew, you won that. Let me see. Uh yes, before that we had uh ATM with a heart of gold and Andrew, you also dominated with money for nothing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll post these um, on Patreon. Uh, people can vote. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I do just want to say I love the title "Farewell, My Little Viking." Yes. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Jeez. And uh, does he does he call him Viking in other episodes? Yeah, like my little Viking. He does uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of my favorite sign-offs when I used to send emails to you guys before Patreon was "Godspeed, my Vikings." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it it feels iconic. You know, yeah. it feels like an important title for an important episode. Yes, um, for sure. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, I think that wraps up. Farewell, my little Viking, a wonderful, wonderful piece of 90s television. Um, and that means, Andrew, besides your and reviews, we're, we're making our switch to Patreon. And this first Patreon, folks, is not to be missed. Uh, what are we doing next? <laughs> Agreed. Uh, it's going to be our drunk talk of apartment 214. <laughs> what? Jo- uh, episode Joey, of course, loves, as you know. Adore. It's yeah. talk about great performances. We're gonna talk about Madeline's performance here. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and I'm go- and I'm gonna be drunk doing it, which means it's gonna be outrageous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um really one of my favorite episodes we've ever done was our drunk tale of the last dance with uh our friend Vaughn. Yeah, really. And um she mentioned, you know it was fun and wanting to do it again. And we threw around a couple episodes and, um, you know, there's some episodes we could definitely dunk on like tail of the last dance. We were able to, you know, dunk on it pretty good, (laughs) but doing something like this, where there's kind of a real divide, uh, over, (laughs) over the quality of the episode. And I think, I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, we, I am, on the edge of my seat waiting for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, we had announced that we were going to be doing uh, Finders Keepers with Alyssa. That had to get pushed back a little bit, but we'll we'll still eventually get to that. Uh, yeah. um, that episode is available for free on YouTube. It's called <laughs> Finders Keepers, January 14th, 1988. Uh, it's, it's a good watch. Got a ring to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good watch for sure. Um, but... As I said, even though uh, our main episodes are moving to Patreon, uh, I'd say probably once every two months we'll post a year in review. Uh, so our next one is with Brett. That'll be on the main feed. We'll be doing Brett Wilson. will be doing 2007. 
Um, and those are always, of course, a bunch of fun. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, from here on out, you can either find us on Instagram or Patreon. Uh, that's where you can contact us and kind of keep up with the news. Uh, again, Patreon, you can support us either for $3, $5, or $14. Uh, we'll post the tier system on Instagram uh, in case you're considering it. Um, there is also uh, an option on Patreon where I think you can kind of name your own price over the course of a year. You could just pay for the year, but kind of at your own price. Um, I think up until a certain point. Um, so um, there's that too. Uh, yeah. Am I forgetting anything here? Andy? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Except for, of course, thanking uh, thank you, the, man, the man himself. Yeah. That was a blast. I always have such a great time with you guys. I really do. It's it's. I have you know my my you know my my personal friends in life that appreciate these shows and everything. But it's you know, I mean you guys heard me with those stray observations and stuff like that. I, I'm weird with it with how much I like it. And so <laughs> it's like so it's nice to have this community. Like I said, where I, I can feel a little more you know normal. I guess with uh with uh, talking about it and everything. So yeah, it's it's always a pleasure. It really is. And so. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. No, it's, it's our pleasure, and yeah, just like Pete and Pete, we love hanging out with normal weirdos. You know, just yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> a sure. community of people who are slightly off. We love, we love yeah. you guys in the best ways. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, this was a great time. We we'll hope we hope we'll see you on Patreon, and uh, you know, we hope we see all of you uh, little Vikings next episode. Well, this was a huge waste of time. Who knows? It sure uh, was. <laughs>